Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, March 31st, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about pretty COVID-19. much the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also politics and religious nonsense and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in, you can go to patreon.com and sign up and you will get access to our Discord where we record Tuesday nights around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could still post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, we'll be talking about uh, how dictatorships start, apparently, later on. With pandemics? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, as an excuse. But first, uh, again, if you go to ProfaneArgument.com, you can see the dashboard um, where all the stats from the coronavirus are listed. Uh, we're going to start with that because, you know, why not? We're all we're all sitting at home because of it. So <laughs> luckily that doesn't really affect this podcast since we record from home. I think I've I'm, been wearing the same clothes for three days, right? <gasps> <laughs> Ew. I've, I've been mostly not changing my schedule, like not changing hardly anything that I do except not eating lunch with my uh, with, with friends. Oh, see, but you guys have to actually work, right? This, that is true. I have nothing to do, so why not watch all episodes of the Tiger King till 7 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and then wake up at fucking 2? I, I did not... Wait for the checks to roll in. <laughs> I did not even know that Tiger King was a thing. I was on... We're actually... I'm in training this week, and we're doing it all virtually, so no... no real big deal there but the one of my co-workers came on and was like screw this networking stuff i'm done with it i'm gonna buy a couple tigers and a camera and just live off you know the money i can make there and i'm like i don't know what he's talking about but i, if, I did i did get the news uh, yeah if you tonight. have if you have not watched it it is a trip <laughs> it's, it's only six six or seven episodes and i've learned that if you want people if you want to brainwash people and get them to work for you and live in shitty conditions and do horrible things and worship the ground you work on just buy a baby tiger and let them pet it for 5 minutes and take a picture and they'll do anything you want <laughs> ian you want to have orgies in in las vegas just smuggle a goddamn tiger into the wind casino upstairs and tell people you have one upstairs and they'll blow you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right okay. i was gonna say i don't i don't not want to stay at the win i suppose <laughs> okay <laughs> well uh, all right we can, you can go do it at the mgm wherever you want to go right i listen that's crazy and every person who is into big tiger big cats and owns big cats they are all fucking nuts <laughs> and, well. and many cult leaders they're all mini cult leaders that's i don't doubt that for a moment do they all eventually get their comeuppance nope Nope, mm. just Siegfried and Roy? You'll see. It's, okay. it's the, the story is so fucking wacky. <laughs> but to your uh, leisure dressingness, Jared, I will support you. I haven't worn not sweatpants in three weeks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, I have, you know, I'm, I'm breaking out the skirts and the yoga pants and the sweatpants, and it's all good. <laughs> we went for a walk the other day, and it was raining, and I'm like, I have to put jeans on yeah how uncomfortable not liking it i think i've worn jeans like every day of my life so it's uh when he says he's changed nothing he's changed nothing yeah (laughs) Uh, well i'm with you on that right i'm a jeans every day kind of guy too even around the house i don't understand this hate of jeans they're not comfortable 
I, I don't want you, you and my girlfriend, both of you, with the fucking jeans. <laughs> yeah, the only pants I'm uncomfortable in are slacks, khaki slacks or something. I'm just, I'm totally uncomfortable. Here's my time. my issue with sweatpants is, is I'm afraid if I put a puck and pair of sweatpants on that I'm going to be that guy and never stop wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, back on the coronavirus affecting other people. So Boris Johnson is taking it seriously now. <laughs> Way more seriously since he has contracted it. Does he have coronavirus? Yes. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. After he went around shaking everybody's hands and shaking corona patients' hands. Not yeah, and not saying worried. that this this isn't going to change our lives. I'm going to I'm going to keep shaking everybody's hand. And oh, I got a cough now. <laughs> <laughs> The the number of celebrities. All right, so I actually pulled up a website of the celebrities who have it. Andy Cohen has it. Um, I've heard of him. Yeah, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, Rand Paul. We knew that one. We talked about that one last week. Uh, Idris Elba, uh, Tom Hanks. We heard about that one. Placido Domingo, Chris Cuomo yeah. has it. Yeah, Chris Cuomo got it today. Found yep. out. Yeah. Christopher Hivju, who is the big red guy on Game of Thrones, he has it. Oh right, the um, Torment yeah, Giants. Tor- yes. Yeah, Torment Giants. Bane. He has it. There were more, but most of them, I don't know who they are. Andy Cohn. Harvey Weinstein, of course, has it. We don't think we talked about that. Jackson Brown has it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he's still alive. Sean Payton. Oh, Um, he's the coach of the New Orleans Saints. There you go. Oh, I hear everybody in New Orleans has it. That's a true story. Prince Charles has it. (laughs) Mitt Romney. Um, He was sequestered. I don't think he had it. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have have any sequestered. All right. Pause for a second. Karen, yes. can you check your mic and switch it back over to one? Because I'm pretty sure on a three. Oh, shit. Thank you. Sorry. And Prince Albert II of Monaco. And that's the end of my list. Okay. <laughs> How the of... fuck does Trump not have it? I'm... Yeah. Hell if I know. <laughs> another, another case of proving that prayer does not work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I seriously don't know how Trump doesn't have it. I mean, he didn't take it seriously. Nope. He was around people. Um, uh, he can't. I mean, he's a germaphobe. So I guess that's it. Well, he shakes, he shakes everybody's hand, though. I wonder if they're coated in an anti, anti-viral, antibacterial lotion all the time. Would you put it past him to have it and lie about it? Oh, oh no. And it did a week. Okay. Yeah. But right. He's, but he's, he's an he's, obese, he's, unhealthy Adderall addict. There's no but he way. Also has a, he hasn't been missing at all. He's yeah. out there every day. Hmm. Yeah, you know, know, I'm very convinced that my mom already had this. Yeah, about in early February, hmm. because uh, she called me up one day and she's like, "I think I'm dying." Oh, <laughs> and like she's like, "I can't move. I'm I'm too tired." And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" I'm like, "Should you go to the hospital? Go to a doctor or something?" I'm like, "Didn't you hear about this Wuhan virus that's going on?" And I'm like, "This is before anybody was talking about it here." And for about three days, she was sapped out, like, really bad. Hmm, that's and, possible. Yeah, I finally convinced her to stay in Florida. She's been bouncing around from coming back, and I'm like, you're stay crazy. where you are. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm like, just stay down there. Yeah, getting on an airplane with a whole bunch of suspect people is not a good idea. Oh, it's even worse. She's taking the – she's on the auto train. Oh. So. <sighs> you're on it for a lot longer. Still yeah. a big metal tube, so eh, probably not good. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Jeff just said, when the non-crazy idea is staying in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I did want to point out uh, Center for Inquiry has a coronavirus resource center. I'll link that on the webpage for this week, which I believe is episode 188, uh, if you were looking for the links. Um, there's a lot of information on there, links to different articles, what to do, how to glean actual science from pseudoscience and misinformation. Like there's a there's a lot of information on there. So if you're looking for something to do and want to do some reading uh, about coronavirus, then there you go. I think it's a good resource. Uh, I also have an article from Raw Story, which describes reasons why people scramble for pseudoscientific healing during the pandemic. Hmm. And it's it's basically the idea is that this is something that they they can't see, they can't control, they don't uh, they don't have any direct access to a way to control it so they start looking in crazy places because it seems like a crazy thing is my summary of the article (laughs) same reason why they buy all the the toilet paper constantly same thing still to this day they're still doing this even though we're told we're not we don't need to yeah yesterday we ventured out for our you know once every two weeks shopping trip and sam's club completely out the only thing they had was the big giant rolls the industrial rolls for commercial bathrooms of that sandpaper, toilet paper. I'm like, no, nice. we're, we're, we're good for now. <laughs> it's not dire yet. <laughs> it, it's nowhere near dire for no. us. But Yeah, well, I'm getting low. Mm. I hear, uh, not that I you know need to broadcast this information, but uh, I hear hardware stores tend to carry, some of the local hardware stores tend to carry uh, toilet paper. So but you might want to check ex- that out if they're But open. can you explain to me, like, I understand the first frenzy because some shitbag went and bought all the toilet paper for some reason and it just spread like wildfire around but now every politician has come out and been like guys this toilet paper thing is ridiculous just you don't need to do it all right (laughs) there's no shortage toilet paper that was like three weeks ago they're still empty why are people still doing it uh because the first panic wave left enough distrust in the hearts of normal people Mm. that now everybody has shifted to got to get mine before they get theirs. Really coming together. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a video of some woman who bought every roll of toilet paper in some store and this other woman filming her and she'd be like, here's the woman who just called me a fucking cunt because I yelled at her for buying all the toilet paper and she's stocking up her big SUV with all the toilet paper. I'm like, this is what we've come to? Jeez. I don't yeah. know. I don't understand it. I mean, toilet paper isn't even needed for this. It's a, it's a respiratory. It's upper respiratory. It's... Did you see the meme that Jeff just put up? <laughs> People <laughs> are stupid, Jared. I, dude, I've got to put that, like, tattooed on my arm. <laughs> and just remind myself and be like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I think that might be the uh, the image for this show. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it also plays with that unspoken motto from America, <laughs> sink or swim. Because Money we're not going to pull it together and be good to each other. Yeah, uh, you go can, fuck yourself. Step on the necks of everybody around you. Yeah, what are you talking about? See, you want toilet paper socialism <laughs> now, Jared? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and take someone else's toilet paper and wipe with that. Yep. So part of the informa- misinformation that's going on, I wanted to start international news. Over in Nigeria, they are going to be having the Four Square Gospel Church. <laughs> has announced a four-day prophetic power crusade where they will be talking about the problems of believing in witchcraft. <laughs> now, the reason they're doing this is because people are turning to witchcraft 
to do away with the coronavirus. <laughs> so the Is churches, this not the same country that they were? They had a problem with people thinking goats were witches or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I swear, like a year and a half ago, we had a story <laughs> about them thinking that the guy turned into a goat in the town. <laughs> That does sound familiar. I'm right. not sure it was Nigeria, but it could have been. It easily okay. could have been. But yeah, a lot of tension in the communities and uh, it, you know, people. It's, they say it's a breeding ground for witchcraft. So now they're having a breaking the yoke of witchcraft and they're bringing people together to pray and do away with rich. Stop bringing people together. Just, I thought you said burning people together. No, bringing. <laughs> bringing people. I need to enunciate. Yeah, that again. Religion, Christian religion, bringing people together. Stop it. However, we did see a commercial today, and I don't have an article for this, but this was news to me. It was a, a pretty long commercial about uh, an, an app you can download if uh, since you can't go to church, which a lot of people still are. But if you aren't going to church, you can download the Pray.com app and you can use it to pray. And it, it I haven't looked at it, but it suggested that the daily prayers and the prayers for children, those are all free. So <laughs> thus, in, thus implying that a lot of the stuff you can get on it are, is not yeah, free. Yeah, what are the premium prayers? Yeah. yeah. How many diamonds do I have to pay? Like, I got to buy their currency. Maybe we'll call them uh, little wafers. Like, you can buy, like, 500 wafers for five bucks and then, like... It'd be like 100 wafers for this prayer, 250 for this one. But if you want the premium package, we could buy a year's worth of wafers, <laughs> right, for $9.99 and, and uh, get all the prayers we want. So I tried to look up to see what church was behind this, this money-making scam. And I couldn't find a church, but it's it was uh, from a... It reminds me of Silicon Valley, how there was like a, a house of, of people who were developing apps. Yeah. And so this this group, the studio is called Science Inc. And it's responsible for, for uh, what was it? The Dollar Shave Club and a couple a couple others that made it fairly big. And are being, being brought to you by people who helped Facebook... And another big, I don't know. So it's a it's a think tank kind of thing. It's Silicon Valley kind of group that threw this together. It's not apparently a church. Oh, no doubt. Good for them, though. They saw it hit in China and they were like, quick, start writing code for prayer.com now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing big things about tele-religion, tele-religion. <laughs> uh, another thing of misinformation over in Malaysia... A bunch of vendors have been have taken the antibacterial products and pseudoscience a little further. They have created halal hand sanitizers for their Muslim patrons. Uh, mm -hmm. This hand sanitizer contains no alcohol, so it's completely halal. It's also completely ineffective against any virus because there's no alcohol in it. And that's the key component to killing a virus. Is this fucking pandemic... Gonna, is there some good going to come out of this? And is it just going to wipe out all the dumb people <laughs> who are doing are using this hand sanitizer and eating fish food and all that other dumb shit? And going to church still on a yeah. routine basis. And I'll tell you, those people going to the church, they are the... You know how I'm constantly saying, like, these people don't actually believe? Those motherfuckers must actually believe. Because any of them who didn't wouldn't be like... Like, I don't think Mike Pence has set foot in a fucking church. But these people, I mean, like, is this going to weed out all the dummies? Not all of them. 
Yeah, not <laughs> not as right. many as I, not as many as we need. Yeah, not 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 as much as you. Uh. So just to flash back, I was getting some updates from Jeff. Uh, you can try prayer.com right now. Seven days free, cancel anytime. After that, forty nine ninety nine a year. Oh wow! You can enjoy orig- You can have original daily prayer to keep you on track. Two hundred and fifty Bible stories told in vivid detail. An entire library of Bible bedtime stories to help you sleep. Five minute insights from best selling Christian authors. Wow. And the app market, that's what we should be doing. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, unfortunately. <laughs> Come on, we'll bring the Jago brothers in on it. <laughs> do they know how to make an app? I'm sure. Okay. How, hard, how fucking hard could it be? <laughs> Adam will try to make it out of wood. <laughs> no, we, we'll make an app where, like, you use the phone as, like, a, of a, a coronavirus scanner to see if somebody has it. Ooh, just put some random algorithm in it, and, like, you put it over someone's face, and it'll occasionally blink red and be like, that motherfucker got the COVID. Thank God for this app. It saved me. I need to upgrade to the premium word. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to get that in the Apple store. Google Store, maybe. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, fuck that Apple Store. Nobody uses it. <laughs> so we're hearing a lot about the, the different governors across the country. Governor Kevin Stitt, who is the Oklahoma governor, he is a prolific anti-vaxxer. Oh. <laughs> he, he has recently held an inaugural prayer service. Well, no, the, uh, sorry, he previously held an inaugural prayer service in 2019 when he came to office. He just recently declared a statewide day of prayer for to, to stop the coronavirus, because apparently God hasn't been paying attention and he needs everybody to yell at him. Uh, but, of course, this was a another gathering where he brought a whole bunch of people together in order to ask God. He says that he, he believes it is important we join together as a state and pray for God's blessing. And yeah, that'll, that, should, that should do it. We'll all be good then. Well, I guess just Oklahoma. I think they're just praying for Oklahoma. And they're all going to group up and do this together? Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. You, sh- you sure this is not going to weed out the dummies? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not lethal enough. Yeah. Uh. They tend to be older and yeah, healthy, you're, though. You're, yeah, you're right. A number of them. Not enough. Right, right. Again, but and again, it's not going to get the dummies. The dummies are going to spread it to mm. the high-risk people, and it's going to kill them. Mm. The dummies will get better. And somehow it'll be Obama's fault. <laughs> well known. No, it'll be the Chinese fault. We need to build the wall. Actually, I don't have an article on this, but I did just read that uh, uh, McConnell was making the argument on one of the talk shows, on one of the you know right wing shows, that uh, it it's it was Nancy Pelosi's fault. Yeah. Oh. That yeah. Trump hadn't couldn't get prepared for the coronavirus because of the impeachment process. It, it was completely distracted him from being able to handle this. Um, oh, and then two seconds, I don't know, probably thirty seconds later, said that Trump handled it brilliantly. And there wasn't any problem with the way he handled it. So apparently he was so distracted that he handled it perfectly. And that's why we're all fucked. I don't. <laughs> I'm so confused here because, A, what did he do during the impeachment trial? He did nothing. <laughs> no. He didn't testify. He didn't send anybody there. All he did was block shit. Well, that and if, didn't watch Fox News 24 by 7. Yeah. yeah. And if he if he was so distracted that he couldn't deal with it, was his plan to be like, 
hey, everyone, it's all just bullshit. I know it's really not. I'm distracted. I can't deal with it. But I'm just going to tell you it's horseshit and a hoax. <laughs> well, all of it is is designed to get him reelected. None of it is about people that are going to die. It, it, the calculation was, you know, well, you can't affect the stock market because that'll affect my reelection. Then it was, well, that's fucked. All right. So um, we have to get the business back up and running again. So we have to end it as soon as possible. That'll 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 do it. That'll get me reelected again because I'll fix the stock market. Then it was, oh, crap. Well, they're not buying that. All right, we're going to have to lock it down to save the people because that's what yeah, people, and then after, that's what and, people and, vote for him. And then after telling everybody it's been a hoax and not mm. a big deal and it's going to be over with, that motherfucker just three days ago said, I, I knew it was a pandemic before anybody else knew right. it was a pandemic. That's because they told you, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard a very disturbing thing on uh, Pod Save America that the, the head of the CDC equivalent in China, whatever their mm. little program is over there, called our head of the CDC on January 1st in tears mm. about what was going on here and then brought it up to Trump and then Trump what took some funding away from the CDC or something like that. Wow. Like, he, <laughs> how are his numbers going up? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine it's going to last once, you know, shit really starts hitting the fan. I mean, and I've heard that, look, looks like people are looking for normalcy mm. and, you know, and I kind of get that, but... It's so obvious to see how he's boning this and how he's just not wrapping his dumb fucking brain around it. I think mm. I think the fact that he's doing daily um, press conferences, I think a lot of people, just by the fact that they can see him. It's, <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. It's, it's um, <laughs> making them a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I was hoping for. What's that? Uh, Jeff, Jeff posted, reposted the people are stupid Jared meme, but hit it underneath a spoiler. <laughs> so you had to click on it. This is why I need the tattoo. I just cannot fucking remember this. <laughs> no, before, I don't. I did, okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, before we get too far into, into Trump, I just wanted to throw a couple things out real quick. Mm -hmm. Facebook is actually doing some things to stop misinformation. They deleted Brazil president's coronavirus misinformation. Uh, he posted information about hydrochloroquine or hydroxychloroquine yeah. and how it was working everywhere. And yeah, so Facebook actually deleted that. Google finally banned Infowars after uh, selling their app that would sell the products that would cure the coronavirus, mm. which do not in any way. It was uh, supplements and protein powders that they were selling that they had advertised mm -hmm. would, you know, help you ward off the coronavirus. Um, by the way, they made more than $15 million <gasps> in the sales of those. Nice. Crap. So, yeah. Infowars did? Yes. Just from the sales of protein powder. Staring and at my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to mention that Google and Facebook are doing a little bit. They're not doing enough. I think there's a ton of misinformation still out there. Of course, when the, there was the Facebook problem where the, everybody was sent home and they increased the bot, uh, the algorithm that would remove posts. Hmm. And a whole bunch of posts got deleted and removed that had nothing to do with the coronavirus. Hmm. So, you know, there's... I wouldn't say it's a fine line, but there's a big gray line that they're trying to tread in and cleaning things up. So I give them credit when, you know, made a little progress. Uh, so then transitioning into the Trump stuff, I did want to mention another guy. 
I guess this is misinformation concerning the virus. Uh, Ralph Drollinger, who is the the guy who is the the Bible teacher in the White House, he uh, mm? he is well specifically he runs a Bible study for members of the cabinet. Okay. Um, he's... Oh, so so Paula White is White House only. Wait, is it, doesn't Trump have his own Bible specialist? Yes, Paula, she is, someone or other. She Paula White oh, is his yeah. personal spiritual advisor. Okay. This guy this leads guy. the Bible study for the cabinet, not for Trump. I mean, he's invited, right. but right. he never shows up. Huh. Okay. So he, this guy blamed the coronavirus on several groups, including atheists, but also uh, people who have a proclivity toward lesbianism and homosexuality. So. Bingo! I got bingo! I've been waiting for the gays to get blamed. I got it. I got my COVID bingo done. I love that... I can, like, if nothing else was apparent, I can immediately realize how old and out of touch this guy is by his need to separate the two. Mm, As though homosexuality doesn't cover being a lesbian. (laughs) Well, one is certainly ickier than the other, so. One of them he's really, one of them he's into, one of them he's opposed to. (laughs) One makes him feel funny in the pants and one makes him want to throw up. (laughs) The trick is which one. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see Mr. Drollinger in an airport bathroom soon. <laughs> Tapping his foot. <laughs> He's got a wide stance. What? <laughs> it's the universal sign that I'm part of the GOP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he did end up walking it back a little bit when he got some uh, backlash from it. Uh, he got some from the LGBTQ advocacy groups. They came out and they were like, what the hell is this? And and he was like, well, it was taken out of context. That's not exactly <laughs> what I meant. And or whatever. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, like when that once uh, congressman called Nancy Pelosi retarded on Twitter. Mm. And then everyone's like, he meant to say ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Taken out of context. How do you? How, what context could that be taken out of? <laughs> the Bible I don't know. Says. Since they were quoting it, I mean, <laughs> it, it talked about how God's wrath was being brought onto us because of these people. Now, again, he didn't just focus on the gays. He also included atheists and a couple other groups in there. So you know, but then he apologized about the gay bit. They never include other people who believe in other gods and religions, do they? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Yeah, it's, it's always atheists and the gays. Mm. Yeah. Mostly the gays. Mostly. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not realize the power of taken out of context. No, no, no. Jews believe in that god, though. Like, I'm right. talking about, like, people... No, I was talking to Jeff. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I know. Act like other people can see. Jeff said, yeah, the Jews never get blamed for things. But I, I mean, like, they don't be like... Those people who believe in, like, Buddha or Vishnu, you know, it's never them, too. They don't believe in his god. No. Hmm. Motherfucker, if you're going to be a fucking bigot, put us all in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess he doesn't want that much backlash, because it all could have been taken out of context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and you're right. Jesus. Well, remember, it, it really, for ahead. evangelical Christians, the Jews do have a special place in their heart. That's not, uh, the whole Israel thing. We've gone down that path before. So they're not going to pick on them most of the time. Mm. Occasionally they do, but... Oh, they hate them, but they're not going to... <laughs> you can't, yeah, you can't blame them for things because then it won't, it'll slow down the, the second coming. So can't have that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, somehow that leads me to this. So 
The one thing that I wanted to talk about Trump was the tweet that he put out saying we cannot, and this was in all caps, I'm just not going to yell, we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. At the end of the 15-day period, we will make a decision as to which way we want to go. And he continued with this a few times, basically saying that the whole lockdown, stay at home, that was causing a huge economic problem. So we're going to open everything up. And now he went back on this and said he's going to extend it for 30 days. But hey, it's been a week since we did a show. So let me include (laughs) this in here. But in the meantime, before, after he had said this and saying that we can't let the, the cure be worse than the problem... The cure being everybody staying at home. Affecting the economy. He got a bunch of people following him. So Texas, the Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick was on Fox News and he said, those of us who are 70 plus will take care of ourselves, but don't sacrifice the country. Don't ruin the American dream. We all want to live. We want to see our grandchildren as long as we can. But the point is our biggest gift we can give to our country and our children and our grandchildren is the legacy of our country. And right now that is at risk. So this guy is saying, hey, I'm over 70. All you other people who are over 70, you should be willing to sacrifice yourself for the betterment of our economy. Die so Trump can get reelected? Yes. Well, that's what he's – that's the quiet part. But (laughs) That's wild. Ian, why aren't you out there just living your normal life so Owen will have a good economy? (laughs) And not a father, though. I mean, when you're dead. (laughs) Ian's not old. Be fine. Because (laughs) we have an economy that is teetering on the edge of a knife and the strength is completely false. Yeah. (laughs) We are. The shell game. So, yeah, absolutely. It's a. It's a. Trump-style Bernie Madoff situation. So it's either going to be he loses and the economy collapses or he gets reelected and the economy collapses. Either way, he's free of blame. Mm. Always the Democrats' fault in any case. Yeah. Yeah, It is. And again, I don't know if I need to look at the tattoo for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking to me. Like that Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and Glenn Beck and there's probably another fucking asshole that did it that are just like, Old people, go fucking kill yourselves and keep the economy going for your kids and grandkids. Right. Yeah. Well, and in reality, we know what they're doing. They're just trying right. to save Trump. Right. Well, for that, them, or they're saying, kill yourselves to keep the economy strong for us. Mm. For us, or I think it's more for Trump just so he can get right. reelected. I mean, keeping the economy, whatever, doesn't you know make the poor kids any less poor. Mm. <laughs> right. And then, but for the for their rationale to sit there and go. Oh, God, we need Trump. We really got to get those fucking old people out, even if it kills them. Like, that's how badly we need him back in power. Because, I mean, and I get it. He got nothing to run on but that economy. Hmm. And even that ain't that fucking great. I don't know where I don't know where that fucking info is coming from. But you talk to normal people. Like, what is so fucking great about the goddamn economy right now? Are you well, all that's the living thing. lavishly the, now? <laughs> well, the, the thing about the economy and why, what it was doing so well was it was the stock market. Mm. It was the investments. It was people who have a shit ton of mon- money. Are, yeah, they're doing great. <laughs> middle class is doing okay. And if you're below middle class, you're being screwed. <laughs> so the, the other person I want to mention, R.R. Reno, who is editor of a Christian magazine, First Things, when... And when Cuomo, Governor Cuomo of New York, says he wanted to do everything to save lives. This guy made fun of that and said that he called it disastrous sentimentalism. He said, 
Everything for the sake of physical life? What about justice, beauty, and honor? There are many things more precious than life, and yet we've been whipped into such a frenzy in New York that most family members will forego visiting sick parents. Clergy won't visit the sick or console those who or console those who mourn. The Eucharist itself is now being subordinated to the false god of saving lives. So he's pro-choice, is what you're Whoa! saying. So yeah, he's he's saying that uh, the religion is being put on hold because of this virus. Religion should come first. It doesn't matter how many people die. That it was some acrobatics there. Yeah. Holy shit! Did it get to that? <laughs> yeah. He- False god of saving lives. That's mm-hmm. that is that's bold even for a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I and I have a distinct feeling that these people all did not get together because it's not a lot who are riding this uh, old people just just throw your lives on the ground so we can have an economy train. But like Glenn Beck, I mean, he gets he's got to wake up in the morning and go. Boy, I just advocated for a bunch of people to kill themselves yeah. so Donald Trump can be president again. So I can keep this stupid website going. Keep the money rolling in. Yeah. yeah like, god damn. Mm. But I don't think anybody's listening to them. <laughs> look, look at your tattoo. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not talking about morons like people who are still congregating for St. Patrick's Day parades mm. or whatever. And stuff like that, or uh, and I don't want to say millennials because it's not millennials, gener- Generation Z kids, you know, still partying and stuff like that. But I don't see a lot of seven year olds like, yes, r- let's rally on. Who fucking cares? We got to save the economy for my grandkids. I don't see that. No. And I'm telling you, whew, we're gonna get hit. This is gonna be horrible. Yeah. Because even when this shit is over and we are not at the top of the mountain yet, <laughs> as as uh, Andrew Cuomo says. Like you think you think New York, it's gonna be the end of New York. We haven't even hit any other major cities yet like this. Right. And it's say it's all done. And the scientists are like, we're safe, we can all get back together again and everything can be back to normal. People are still not gonna be doing it, I believe. Not for a while. No. And it's gonna fuck everything over. I mean, are these this money that they're throwing around, do we have this money or is this just being fucking conjured up out of nowhere? Yep. Printing it as they're... Yeah, they're printing it. Oh, that's it. We're done. (laughs) We're done! (laughs) Donald Trump killed us all! Well, the thing is, it's not the stimulus that's... Or, the you know, whatever you... However you wanted to call this. It's That's not what's going to kill us economically. It's the trillions of dollars we gave to the richest people, the, all the tax breaks prior to that. Mm. How about the, the people, the, the money that got pulled away to build the wall, which is still being built. They're, that's going on. They're still working on it, yep. That construction hasn't stopped. All the construction where we are has stopped because everybody has to stay at home. But the wall is still being built. Well, meanwhile, Canada and Mexico are like, um, we'll help from our side. You all people stay in there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame them because they know this is going to be a fucking third world country soon. Yeah. Man, I really should buy a gun and start learning how to hunt. <laughs> this is going to change things. You. This is going to change things in a way yeah. similar to 9-11, but different because it's going to impact not just New York City. It's going to impact everybody. And it's going to change our way of life, not in you know in a Mad Max kind of way, but it's going to change things. By the way, you brought it up. Uh, more people have died from the coronavirus in the United States than died on 9-11 at this point. Yep. Well, he is a wartime president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who who doesn't really talk about people's lives or anything like that, but he's very concerned with money. Yeah, very very concerned with money. Every one of those things is all about the money, and it's not about money. Uh, and it's not money for everybody. It's money for him and his friends. He always talks yes. about his buddies. 
And it's all the, the you know, it's going to sound like Bernie Sanders. It's all about the 1%. Yeah, because I remember they they threw another softball question at him that he, did, that he didn't flip out about when they were like, you know, kids are very anxious about what's going on. What is your message to the kids? And instead of being like fatherly. Comforting. Comforting. He was like, just so you know, I'm fighting a war and we're the best at everything and we're number one and we're blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, He's- oh, my God, those poor kids that he raised, mm-hmm. they are all probably fucked in the head. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, and I think I'm kind of with John Oliver on this because I watch this motherfucker every day. I love Andrew Cuomo more and more <laughs> every fucking day. <laughs> I, I don't like him, never really have. And I probably will. I, don't, I think John Oliver said it. And I won't like him in the future, but right now he's perfect. Yeah, he's what we need. Nope. I think I'm in I'm in all the way. I don't care <laughs> if there's corruption in his past. He even talks like Trump a little bit sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Every now and then I hear it, yeah. Yeah, like no one's doing no one's doing it like we're doing it. Mm. You know, I hear, but for some reason, I don't want to throw up when he says it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to get into a little bit of the uh, the, the stimulus, the, what they're what they're doing. Just a couple little details, and the details I'm getting into, uh, I got from Keep Track on Reddit. Mm. Republican senators. Here's four people that uh, should be voted out of office immediately: Ben Sass from Nebraska, Rick Scott from Florida, Tim yes. S- huh. Tim Scott from South Carolina, and Lindsey Graham from South Carolina. They delayed the passing of this bill in order to force a vote on an amendment to remove a six hundred dollar a week increase to the unemployment payments. Because they declared that this would incentivize people to quit their jobs. Hmm. Because they're getting paid so little that quitting their job and getting a $600 a week bonus would give them more money than they're making at their fucking jobs. And they think you- <laughs> they think that this is a problem because they'll quit their job and the workforce will diminish. It's That's not the problem. The problem is they're getting paid that little to begin with. Hmm. Did you see Bernie Sanders lose his shit? On I did. This one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not just not just lose his shit there, but did you see him on was it Colbert had him as a guest? Mm. No, it was it wasn't Colbert. Seth, it was Seth Meyers, Seth Meyers. Had him, right? Right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Where he said that it was grotesque and enraging. Dude, he he did an Ian style rant on the Senate floor. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Oh, $600 is too much money. We're going to quit my job. <laughs> you know, and I and I know we're on the stimulus package thing, but how is this primary going to shake out now with all this going on? I don't know. Same. You think it's going to be exactly the same? I mean, Joe Biden has been damn near gone. Yeah, he's been invisible. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless he contracts the virus and, you know, some sort of near fatal event occurs, you know, they don't have a plan B anymore. So Bernie's still in. I don't. Bernie's never a plan B, Karen. <laughs> Bernie that, that is true. will never receive the Democratic nomination, <sighs> no matter what happens. Mm. What about Andrew Cuomo? <laughs> <laughs> Dark uh, horse from out of nowhere. He's he's a little bit more put together than Biden. He's probably scummy enough for the for the Democrats that are scummy <laughs> that they'll like him. Yeah, and, I uh, mean they would throw anybody who's still. Yeah, true. They could, they could put someone back in or the, anybody who's still officially left, they would put in before um, yeah. Sanders. Mm-hmm. Like, so Tom no. Steyer could get the nod. Well, a lot of them have only suspended their campaigns. So, yeah, you're probably right. Right. Now, if Cuomo were to suddenly, you know, after the whole, he'd have to wait till New York is taken care of, right? 
But if yeah, he were yeah, to I, suddenly throw throw in on the ticket, he'd be my second choice, clearly. Over Biden? Or, or under Biden? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> under Sanders. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I mean, listen, he can't. And because he's getting gaining so much popularity over the past few weeks, like even my mom, who does not pay attention to this shit, goes, you know, I watched that uh, Governor Cuomo. I really like him. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm not kidding. But uh, everyone's like, hey, what, what about president? And he came out and he's like, I'm not running for president. I'm not looking to run for president right now. Way too know. busy right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a whole fucking state to run here. That That is absolutely true. I don't see any so, way that it would happen. No. So you, so you guys are pretty much in the camp that we're just going to pick up exactly where we left off and it'll be not enough time. So it's going to be fucking Biden. Yeah. He was the clear front runner yeah. before this all happened. So do you don't think actually Bernie being out there and doing stuff and I know Biden is doing like live chats from his study or something. Yeah, he did one that didn't go well, I think. Di- yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if this was where you're headed, but I, it seems like you were going to ask, uh, should Bernie keep doing what he's doing? I think he absolutely should. As long as he can afford to continue running and keep pushing Biden further toward pro- progressive Yes, I think he should. I think he should keep getting that voice out there, keep getting people to hear him, and maybe the voters can push Biden in that direction. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. My thought was, uh, and that, and that's probably pretty much the reason why Bernie is, sta- is staying in, because the longer he stays in, the more he pushes that candidate to the left. Right. He did it with Hillary Clinton. But I was saying, because of the exposure that Bernie is getting, because he's actually out there doing shit, he, would, he told CNN to go fuck themselves <laughs> that one day or whatever he said to them. That that might give him a little boost when people go to vote, but well, I think also maybe. he's. I think there's a strategy to keep having the Democratic debate active because it and because there is no way, especially now, there's no way that um, they're going to let Trump on a stage and debate anybody. There will not be a primary debate or a general debate. Well, so I don't know about I don't I know I keep hearing that, but I don't I, know that would really be hard for Trump to. I, I I mean he'll look like such a pussy. He will be too busy fighting Corona. To do this yeah. politicking thing, uh, we'll his see. handlers do not t- want him to. So, of course, well, listen, because and a lot of what the pundits are saying is, is that come whoever our nominee is, our nominee, <laughs> the, the nominee for the Democrats, like the whole primary election is going to be about this, mm, yeah, and nothing else. But it it should be about uh, universal health care because I keep I, – it's weird because I keep thinking about all these people in New York City going to the hospitals. But I, then it occurs to me they're being asked for insurance cards. Who's paying for this? Yep. And ha- half of them don't have insurance card or a third, whatever the Who's number is. Who's paying for it? They're, they're going to pay for yeah. it. Yeah. They're going to get bills. I mean, th- How many people are going to go know, bankrupt because of this? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Ten days in intensive care? That shit's expensive. Listen, I mean I got a nice little chunk of change saved up. In my bank account right now, but I can tell you, there ain't shit going on in my business right sure. now. Yeah. I mean, damn, by the end of the – I mean, I don't even know if I can make it to the end of the summer. I can't make it to the end of the summer. No way. you got to find a way to do – collect unemployment. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> do it now. You might yeah. as well. I understand that sentiment. So back on the uh, stimulus real quick. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, Senate Republicans inserted a provision on page 203 of the 880-page bill. Mm. It permits wealthy investors to use the losses generated by the real estate to minimize their taxes on profits for investments in the stock market. 
the Independent Budget Office said that over 10 years, this will cost the government in taxes $170 billion. Wow. And it was just my- a little thing added mm-hmm. on in the middle of it. My eyes just glazed over. All right, now can you explain that to the dummies like me? <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. So if you invest in the stock market and you have losses in real estate due to the coronavirus in any way, it's very general, but you have real estate losses, you can minimize the taxes on your profits from your other investments. So even though you normally get taxed on investments, you can minimize what you'd have to pay in taxes on that because you lost money in the real estate. So if you're a Kushner and you own a lot of low-income housing and people can't pay their rent because they lost their job, all those losses can be used as a tax write-off. As a tax write-off for your investment profits, correct. Got it. You got to give these motherfuckers some credit. (laughs) That they're just nothing stopping them from being scumbags. Not a goddamn thing. So that was in exchange for $600 a week for unemployment. So there you go. Even trade. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they also threw in that if a this uh, I'll, t- I'll try and summarize this as best I can. If a company owns multiple hotels, a company multiple hotels, mm-hmm. but the overall the overall hotel or restaurant chain has more than five hundred employees, the limit to qualify for the the treatment as a small business. So you if you have more than five hundred employees, you're not a small business. But you will still be able to take advantage of the small business benefits offered in the rescue package because you can count each hotel as its own property and business just for the stimulus, just when it applies for the small business limit. So the Trump Hotel that doesn't have 500 employees per hotel will still qualify for this. Now... The Democrats did put in a provision that Trump cannot benefit, Trump or his family or his company cannot benefit from the stimulus. Suddenly it'll all be owned by a Kushner. But anybody else who is in a similar kind of situation. But would... it did, But I heard that that did not list the Kushner is mm. in there. Right. It was Trump, Trump's offspring, and the Trump organization. <laughs> They're furiously signing everything over to Jared right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to get that stimulus money. <laughs> yeah. Free money. Can't pass that up. The last, you know, and go ahead. that's the, the, that's the thing is like, I, maybe you people don't, you, you people, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you don't know people like this, but I know a few people who, no matter what situation they walk into, whether they're walking into a convenience store or they're about to play a game of something, they are instantly learning, figuring out how to exploit mm-hmm. it, right? Now, and I don't walk around like that in my daily life, right? I walk into a store, I want to buy a pack of cigarettes and some, and some, some cream for my coffee. That's what I do. I'm not thinking, oh, how can I steal? Can I steal anything from here while I'm in here? Or if I, if you teach me a game and I go, okay, now how can I cheat at this mm-hmm. and win? There are people that do. Right? It's just not mm-hmm. – right. It's just not in my makeup. And I do know a few people who do that. And I'm always like, damn, you're like always on. Like you're always on and ready to go wherever you're at. And that's how I feel. Like these re- Republicans are just like, ooh, ooh, pandemic. How can we make money off of this? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like they're not even concerned. Like – it's just a very odd way of living mm. to me. I will hire a couple people to keep the peasants away from me, and then I will be safe. Yeah. How can I make money? The final thing that I had about the bill was that while signing it, uh, the president issued a signing statement, which was really, I mean, I think he wrote it. Hmm. Like It says, I do not understand, and my administration will not treat 
this provision as permitting the inspector general to issue reports to Congress without presidential supervision. This is, was in reference to the $500 billion slush fund that they were going to do. It was $500 billion to be de- that would be determined by uh, Mnuchin on how to spend it. And everybody went, no, 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 no. Mnuchin's not getting $500 billion to just hand, hand over to Trump. Yeah. Um, so instead, they said that an inspector general would be nom- would have to be nominated and put in place to control this money. And Trump put in this signing statement saying that, well, he works for the president, so he doesn't have to report to Congress without presidential supervision. <laughs> now, experts say that this signing statement has no legal bearing whatsoever. He doesn't have line item veto. But does he? I mean, who knows anymore? Well, yeah, true. Who is going to enforce it? Right. Very true. Was it a good? Was it a good faith rule that I've learned? Is, <laughs> pretty much runs our whole government. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out. Evidently. Yeah. And then apparently Trump is. We mentioned this before we started recording. I think Trump wants his signature to be on all the checks that go out, the stimulus checks. Yeah. What an asshole. Okay. Uh, what an asshole. <laughs> Did you get your mailing of Trump's? President Trump's plan for the coronavirus? No, I haven't checked my mail in a few days. Oh no, I got this about a week ago. Mm. It was the CDC put out a coronavirus prevention letter, but Trump insisted that his name be on the front of it, and it said President President Trump's plan to to help spread to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus, and then it said you know from the CDC. Mm. I was like, just the level of vanity from that man is disgusting absolutely yeah it's just, i don't it's, know if that's if that's envy or if that's just a political maneuver just, to keep it, to keep his name it, on there both well, that's all i mean it's it's yeah that's all he does yeah it's a twofold and yeah just to to raise last statement i can personally guarantee having heard that right now that trump will personally gain no less than 50% of that Five hundred billion dollars, mm. mm. guaranteed. Guaranteed, at least two hundred and fifty billion of that will get funneled into his own businesses and, or, or at least his friends. Your personal wealth, yeah. No, him. him. The others, get, his friends can have the leavings. Mm. He gets half. His friends get the other half. Yes, sure. I mean, Congress specifically put in there. There has to be an inspector general to hand this out. We will not allow Mnuchin to do it without I, I any supervision. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. And he will just do it. And then he underwrote it. And there will be no consequences. Yeah. He specifically underwrote that that section. Mm. Like, uh, yep. clearly, that he thinks that that money was eared for him. Do you know who the inspector general is in charge of that? Not determined yet. Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I was going to say Eric Trump. <laughs> sure. Who cares? Yeah. Why, why even hide it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to be voted on by the Senate, right? So, yeah, whoever he wants. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, meanwhile, in the administration, uh, they are moving forward on dismantling the Affordable Care Act. They are not stopping that at all. It'll put 20 million Americans with the possibility of losing their health insurance at this time. That would be great. And they are also continuing to push forward on their plan to kick 700,000 people off food stamps and snap. Yeah, America, step it on your fucking neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I mean, do, do these people who post, who, who I know, the right-wing people I know on Facebook, who post positive things about Trump to this day, do they even know this? Like, no. no. They think that Nancy Pelosi, and again, you can correct me if I'm wrong, supposedly put all these weird caveats in the bill for the Kennedy senator and 
an extra 50 bill just for illegals. I don't even know what that means, just for illegals mm. um, and all this shit. But anything that Trump did is golden, golden. Mm, that's true. And if they do know about it, then who cares? Those are dirty, non-bootstrap pulling people. Huh. Fuck them. But no, they don't. Yeah. They are, if they are, if anything, they're just going, my, and I can only gauge it by one guy. He's flipped his fucking lid mm. every day. God save us. Trump is the best. Trump 2020. Pictures of Mike Pence. Two, two of the greatest men in the world. Like, I, I, at some point, I'm like, this has got to be a fucking troll. There's no way you could look at this motherfucker. Oh, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> looking at my arm. Waiting, <laughs> waiting for it. <laughs> you know what I think it is? <laughs> I think it is, is that, and this is probably goes for anybody. I tend to seem to surround myself with fairly intelligent people of varying degrees. <laughs> and nobody I know would fall for any of this shit. <laughs> right? So, therefore, I just assume everybody is like that. <laughs> but you're right. Mm-hmm. I have a little circle. I'm basing a lot of it on my circle. Like, uh, for instance, I watched that Tiger King thing. And again, without giving any weight, this dumb things that these people do in here, I'm like, who would do this? Who would fall for this shit? But because I know I know you guys won't fall for this, I know Ian's not going to fall for it. My girlfriend's not. I mean, I'm just surround. I guess you tend to surround your people with yourself with people like you, sure. yep. you know. But I guess you guys have more. I don't know. You're you're more open minded to me because I'm just like I don't get it, and then I have to look at the tattoo and be like, all right, everybody's fucking dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note, uh, I wanted. Uh, there's another story I wanted to talk about that has nothing to do with Trump. Mostly, uh, do we have anything well, else wait, about? Are we- Oh my god! We haven't talked about the my pillow guy. Oh fuck! I forgot to put that in here. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh no! I can't wait to know. You don't. Oh my god, Ray! You should put a pause in the show right now and let Ian watch it. I think it's only like three minutes. <laughs> well, we'll just we'll just tell him. So it, uh, it was today, right? In the rose yesterday. garden. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. Okay. I get everything blends together. It's one of the problems with not leaving the house. So Trump was giving uh, the. It was during the coronavirus thing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, he was doing his national bring up all the CEOs thing. Right. So he brought the My Pillow guy up, who's a big Trump supporter. Yeah. To yeah. Uh, he brought him up to the podium and let him speak. And if memory serves, he praised Trump for a short period of time, and then was like, "We all need to focus on the Bible. We all need to pray more," and talked about Christianity and religion for I don't know. Five? Oh, no, no. He went because <laughs> he did not start by praising Trump. He started by pulling out a piece of paper. He's like, I'm kind of going off the cuff mm. here and basically alluded to thanking God for giving us Trump. Right. In that sense. And then said, this is a good opportunity for me. This is happening because we've slipped away from the Bible. And since you're all home, this is a good time to reopen your Bibles and get back into that and bring God back into schools and all that shit. Huh. Well, on the good note, um, I was never going to purchase a MyPillow, but now I know that there's no chance I will ever purchase a MyPillow, and I will go out of my way to shame people who own MyPillows. You know, I have laughed and made fun of people who destroy products, (laughs) of people that when they say something they don't like, you know, like when those people were all destroying their uh, Kerrig Mm. coffee machines because they wouldn't advertise on Sean Hannity and Nike and all that shit like that. I do have a MyPillow. Now- I didn't buy it. My mother bought it for me because my mother is a sucker <laughs> and will buy anything that's on TV and all that <laughs> shit like that. And she's like, you got to get it. It's the greatest thing in the world. And I have it and it's just a fucking pillow. And actually, I swear to God, it's giving me neck problems. 
Um, but I had I thought about going out and burning it for a minute. Like, and I was like, oh my God, I'm just like them. Instead, I just didn't sleep on it. <laughs> Got tossed into the guest room. Oh, yeah. So uh, what's, uh, what's his name? Jeff put the whole fucking quote up here. Mm. God gave us grace on November 8th, 2016 to change the course of where we are on. God has been taken out of our schools and our lives. The nation has turned its back on God. I encourage you to use this time at home to get back into the world. Word. Or into the word. Read our Bibles and spend time with our families. Now, you want to know the best part of this? Mm. Was when he was done, Trump got back up to the podium and goes, I didn't know he was going to say that. (laughs) 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 Like he tried to distance himself from it or like, I I didn't put him up to that. That was genuine. No, I think he was more like, that was even batshit crazy for Mm. me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know he was going to do that, but he's a friend of mine and I do appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't do it like with a smile on his face, like, oh, I didn't know he was going to do that. He was like, I didn't know he was going to do that. (laughs) And in that same press conference... Did you catch the OAN question? Oh, there's not always an OAN question. Why Why is it when there's only six reporters allowed to be there, one of them is from fucking OAN? <laughs> because they kiss his ass. Oh, God. But, um, so you guys all remember the last week, the question about Chinese food? Mm-hmm. Right. And how, so this time it opened up with the woman going, uh, as of right now, Mr. Trump, uh, 3,000 blah, blah, blah number of people have died from coronavirus. And he's like, yes, that's correct in the United States. And he's like, she's like, what about the blah, 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 number of aborted mm-hmm. children that get right. killed every day and this and that started going in that and Trump did not take the fucking he bait. Didn't. Yeah, I did see that quote. No, he stayed way away from that one and just went on about like, we're doing great things for the, co-, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, what is going on at that place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, what he, <laughs> but the way he responded, I think he just did a, well, that is, that is a problem and it's something that we're thinking about and then he just moved right back into the coronavirus. Yeah. So... I, yeah, I, I, the way I, I again, I don't remember. But I swear to God, he didn't even acknowledge it. I swear he was just like, yeah, like he just concentrated on the first part of the question mm. of there's been dead people from coronavirus. Mm. Or maybe that's what he was referring to. I don't know how other reporters don't turn around and spit in this bitch's face <laughs> every time she opens her mouth. <laughs> well, it's insulting to their profession that she is there. Yeah. Yeah, wow. she's probably such a cut. She'd probably open her mouth and take it and be like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, that got a little weird. I like it. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. What else did I miss? Anything? Oh, God. There was something I can't remember. All right. There's so much you can say with him fighting with reporters. Mm-hmm. Just T- the. Talking about his ratings for. Yeah. Yeah. 20 oh, minutes. Oh, my God. I did. He did better than The Bachelor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but he didn't have time to watch The Bachelor this year. One, everybody <laughs> is required to be at home. Two, everybody's required to be at home because of this virus, and you're on the TV talking about the virus. We don't. And you're the fucking president! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're not tuning in because it's you! <laughs> Put Dr. Fauci yeah. back on. All right. He was up today, thank mm. God. So I, I had to bring this up because I did not hear about it in any of the news. I didn't hear about it in any of my news feeds. I heard about it from a random tweet that I happened to catch uh, from Ann Applebaum, who I recommend people follow. She's incredibly knowledgeable about governments all over the world. Her tweet says, and there it is, European Union's first dictatorship. Uh, The Hungarian parliament has passed a bill that gives the prime minister, Viktor Orban, unlimited power 
It proclaims a state of emergency without a time limit. It proclaims that he can rule by decree. This is basically an executive order that becomes a law immediately it's written. Uh, the, par the parliament is suspended and will not come back into place until the prime minister says it should. All elections are suspended until further notice. And spreading fake news or rumors will give you up to five years in prison and leaving a quarantine area up to eight years in prison. That, Yo, they pulled a Jar Jar Binks. That, mm -hmm. that is now the state that Hungary is in. So this ah. this guy it has uh, a lot of people have claimed that he is national socialist. His party does not claim to be national socialist, but they are a nationalist party. They're very anti-refugee, uh, which is how he got into power because of the refugees coming from uh, uh, Syria. He said that he was going to stop that, and that's how he got. That's how his party came into power. And now his party is all over the place, uh, except for local governments. They pretty much control everything. So that's how this happened. So he was voted to, you know, become supreme leader, uh, one thirty-seven to fifty-three. Wow, indefinitely. And there's no end to it. And like I said, Parliament is suspended until he calls it again. Yeah. So. If you ever want to know how a dictator, well, how can that happen? Well, there you go. This was a democracy until uh, earlier last week. That happened quick. Yeah. My cousin lives there. Karen, it's happening here right now. It's exactly. a lot slower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of the reasons why we fret over the fact that the Senate just okays everything that Trump does is mm. because of shit like this. This can happen. You get enough uh, people of the same party and yeah, just, they can just sign the country over. So what percentage chance do you think that Trump that Trump will use this opportunity, uh, uh, the virus, to do something similar here? Uh, not quite that similar. The correct answer is to, uh, you know, if the public allows it to, uh, you know, extend this current situation into November because a voting absentee, not absentee, what, what's the... The thing that Karen is trying to get mail. us all to sign up for. Yes, a vote by mail situation is an absolute dream scenario for the Republican Party to be. Now, I know you claim that it was simple, mm. but it's more than zero steps. Mm. <laughs> I'm with Ian on this. <laughs> so it's. Oh, my goodness. They will win a record number. I mean, I'm talking, you know. 65 plus percent of races, including Republicans, will all be won by Republicans. Yeah. If it becomes a vote by mail only situation. Well, and Jeff just posted an article, uh, the, the Justice Department, and there's a nice big picture of Bill Barr, mm. <laughs> has asked Congress to craft legislation allowing chief judges to indefinitely hold people without trial and suspend their protected rights, the constitutional rights during the coronavirus and other emergencies. Mm. <laughs> so they're, they're asking that the Congress allow any chief judge of a district court to pause court proceedings when it, the court is partially closed by virtue of any natural disaster, civil disobedience, or emergency situation. Mm. And this is why bail shouldn't exist. Yeah, well. Yeah. That, I like that they, uh, I like that they added civil disobedience to that list yes. so you start doing this and if people start this protesting against it then they can be arrested and held indefinitely as well because of the civil disobedience that they're creating well what's funny though is i hear that i'm hearing and i can't i don't i can't witness this because i live in a tiny town though that most police are not arresting for dumb shit right now 
and that uh, some cities are letting people out of prisons early for nonviolent offenses. Yeah. Um, that is the, the, the one saving you know, grace is that it, this is a country made up of 50 states who have their own power base. And Trump has been saying repeatedly on television that the governors decide a lot of these things. So there is a distributed power base in this country. It's not all at the top. Did you hear him accuse – and I know we're going back to the Trump thing, but did you hear him say the thing about the masks and how some of the states might be hoarding the masks to sell them on the black market? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they're going in the fact that they're going in the warehouse, but they're not the coming out the back. And I was like, like, good fellas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that, that Department of Justice, mm. that was uh, – I didn't like that article one nope. bit. That's definitely a Jared, buy that gun. Mm. Do it now. Stop <laughs> putting it off. Stop joking about it. Go out and get it. Go talk to your staff of iron neighbor mm. and stock up. Yeah, you're probably right. Mm. But this is only but this is for federal stuff though, right? Sure. Well, yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And basically it's what they're saying is is like okay, if you got a trial, the tr- everything's on hold right now, right? So if you were managed to bail yourself out, you're fine. You just get to sit at home and wait for the trial. But if you're sitting in jail because you couldn't afford jail, you have to sit in jail and wait. Right. right. But you're innocent. <laughs> but if they suspend <laughs> if they suspend all proceedings, you can be indefinitely held. Like if they suspend proceedings, there's no uh, bail hearing. God, I hope somebody is keeping an eye on this. Mm-hmm. Like right. I, I understand because what can they do? Well, well, actually, no. This is horseshit because I know, having been arrested a couple times, <laughs> that you can video conference with a judge. But if the judge suspends all proceedings, then right, then right. he can hold you indefinitely. And as Jeff pointed out, that that helps. You can't vote in a lot of states. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It will keep the undesirables from voting. Okay, maybe I'm re- reading it because I'm thinking they're saying like all trials are suspended. So there's no, we're not, we can't have a, people in the jury. We can't have a judge. We can't have a bailiff. We can't have lawyers and and all this bullshit. Correct. But a bail. Like to to set bail, you can do that. You can, the, but this this bill would allow a chief judge to suspend all court proceedings. Jesus, man! Yeah, it, that's it's really bad. Now the the good factor here is because of the last election, the Democrats are in charge of the House, which means something like this has a very very unlikely chance to get through. So that vote in 2018 was very important. Mm. So, and Ian's telling me to buy a gun because they can come to my house, arrest me for civil di- disobedience, and I just sit in jail. I don't even talk to a judge about, but I don't talk to anybody. Correct. Yeesh. Now, again, I really hope that somebody keeps an eye on this because when this is all over, I would like them to reverse this, but <laughs> like maybe he won't. Now, this is a request it, from the Department of Justice. So right. right now it hasn't gone any farther than that. But oh, the okay. fact that the Department of Justice is requesting that. They're saying it, it out loud. Really fucking scary. Right. Yeah. Want to round people up and hold them indefinitely. Remember when we were all hopeful about Bill Barr? <laughs> like, oh, maybe I he'll just, be the one that. No, <laughs> no, I, I don't remember that. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're right. I just have poor memory. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Is he way worse than almost any of them? Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Again, and I, the fact that I feel like people think how much worse can it get and it continually gets worse. Like, why am I looking at the attorney general and, oh, no, I'm already blanking on his name. Bar. Nope. One more. Rewind one. Sessions. Oh. I am longing for the days of Jeff Sessions. <laughs> like, yeah. how is that? 
happening? Uh. And yet, Ian, I still have people I talk to go, Trump's not doing anything that bad. <laughs> I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Actually, yeah. that tattoo that Jeff said that I'm going to put on my arm, I'm going to put it on this, my friend's fucking forehead. <laughs> so every time I look at her, I can be like, oh, that's right. You're a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have one final news thing, and it's uh, it, it, it's the only good thing that I could come up with. So, And it's not that good, so don't get too hopeful. Uh, does anybody have anything else before I head there? Negative. All right. No. Hemant Mata. No, that's not how you pronounce his name. Hemant Mata. Yes. Hemant Mata has been accepted. He is going to be a contestant on Jeopardy. <laughs> I know. This is probably bad news for Ian, because Ian's like, why couldn't it be me? <laughs> it's true. Saying that name aloud is not something that um, means anything to me. Could you try again? He is the friendly atheist. Uh, I use his uh, website. Oh! Uh, it, you do it all the time yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, good good source of information. So he got the call. He's apparently going to be a contestant on Jeopardy. He wrote an article about it. So Wow, that's exciting. Good for him. I didn't know Jeopardy was still airing and recording mm-hmm. uh, yeah after the greatest of all time thing i i wasn't sure either but uh i'm not a regular watcher i enjoy it though especially oh s- jeff says it's tomorrow yeah <laughs> especially since um what's his name who runs it whose name is escaping me at the moment has trebek trebek, trebek. has cancer yeah not good cancer no, no are they are maybe cancer. they're doing the show with no audience i think it was recorded earlier maybe it is it is not it's not live <laughs> right right but the, somewhat saying, recently I thought it was usually, you know, a, a couple of months in advance. No, I, it's usually it's usually like that day or a couple of days before. Oh. Right. I would think they shoot a week's worth of shows at once. Yeah. And then, but I'm not I'm not sure, but this was posted on March 25th and it has a picture of him with Alex Trebek. So it was at, it was at least six days ago. <laughs> um, so in any case, it does air on April 1st. So, uh, yeah. Is it a celebrity one or did he get in just as a normal dude? I didn't read any of the details. Because he's he's not a celebrity. No. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just a normal okay. dude. I mean, he's kind of a minor celebrity, but he has a very popular podcast. Yes, and is a really nice guy. Hmm. He is, in fact, a friendly atheist. All right, nice. is that anything else we have? It, it, I'm sorry, is there anything else? Our, our, I'm spent. Our, our fact che- checker Jeff tells us that he arrived in California at the end of January, so it was filmed at the end of January. Okay. All right, and filming is down due to COVID. Sure, makes yep. sense. That's all I got. All right, then I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons, especially, for supporting the podcast. Jeff, appreciate you joining us, especially creating the graphics that I'm going to use for the show. (laughs) Yeah, out of curiosity, with everybody staying home, why is Jeff the only one here tonight? What the (laughs) fuck? Well, we did have a couple people uh, actually message and and say why. So we had one person who said that they were going to go meet with their family. They're going to uh, meet in a parking lot and talk from car to car. That's as close as they could get. So, you know. Yeah, well, I heard that's bad to do, too. But I don't want to hear anything else from these patrons. They should all fucking be here. (laughs) I'm happy they support the podcast. I appreciate that. Be nice to them. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not the friendly atheist. Go listen to his fucking podcast. I'm the unfriendly. <laughs> so I think I want to real real quick. I want to uh, thank Jeff, especially here, Dustin, uh, Grinch McScrooge. If you can't guess it, some of these names are not real. <laughs> Apu Nahasapima Petalon supports the Philadelphia <laughs> Ethical Society. We appreciate your support. <laughs> Uh, the other Jeff, I'll leave it up to you, the Jeffs, for you to decide who is who. Uh, David, Jack, and Hesgen Gixon. Appreciate the support. 
Um, I don't think I have called out our patrons for a while, but there you go. I, I do really appreciate it. Uh, you help offset the costs of hosting the podcast and the website and everything. It uh, It is very much appreciated. If you enjoyed this podcast, you could help us by signing up on Patreon.com and you can join us live while we record. Or if you can't do that, you could still share it on social media, share it on Facebook, Twitter, or leave a review on iTunes. Again, you can contact us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ProfaneArg, or tweet to us at ProfaneArg, or email us at godless at ProfaneArgument.com. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network, of which we are a part, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. You can find other podcasts for your listening pleasure. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. The bonus conversation I'm including here is all about Star Trek Picard. It's full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen the show yet, stop now. That's pretty much all that we talk about from this point on. Thanks. So, speaking of Star Trek, mm-hmm. mm. we watched, uh, we, we signed up and watched Picard. Oh, stop now. Okay. <laughs> no, you go ahead and watch it. <laughs> Did you see it? I watched we, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. We watched, well, we finished the whole thing already. There's, oh, yeah, no okay. <laughs> okay. What did you guys think? Well, I don't want to say too much because I don't think Ian's watched it. I don't um, think Ian's not going to watch that. Jared <laughs> is the winner in this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not, if, like, you don't have any interest or I don't. Both. Mm. I'm not going to. There's, um, there's a reason Ian's not on that Star Trek podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he's not a big Star Trek fan, but. In any case, so overall, I thought it was really good mm-hmm. right up until the last episode. Yeah, and that last bit was a little wonky. Mm. Yeah. But, but it, on on a whole, I felt the whole story was a little wonky. It, it, it was a two-part episode stretched out to ten parts. Or it, it would have been, well, you guys watched it all in one sitting. You didn't have to wait, right? Right. right. Yes, yeah, you had to wait week to week. And I was like, mm. I really feel this would benefit from a binge. Mm-hmm. Because some episodes were slower than others, but... Binging, it doesn't the, matter, yeah. Yeah, in the end, I felt the... St- like, look, it had some moments in it that I loved. I loved the Riker-Troy episode. Mm. There were some bits... I like the. I do like the characters, mm-hmm. for the most part, but the story was a little... didn't Just was like, what? Who's this guy? He's Noonie and Soon's son? Yeah. Who looks mm-hmm. like Data? And then it was like... We're going to contact the, the superior AI, and then they show up for, like, one second, and then they're gone. Mm. Right. And they were little squids, and that was that. And they, was, were, they were the bad guys from uh, the or the uh, Avengers movie. Yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> I, said they, I said they were the squids from The Matrix. Mm. But, sure. But everything, right. yeah, it all worked. I was like, why, aren't, why isn't that the Borg? Why isn't that, like, there was just a lot of, lot of missed moments, and some, I felt some bungling with the, uh, with Seven and Nine. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, okay, so 79's gonna be, oh, she's, nope, she's gonna stay on the cube now. Okay, oh, now is she? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like they didn't know where they wanted her, or or a lot of the other characters. I like the fact that they brought so many characters, you know, back. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they were completely willing to kill off people, mm. but, ah, yeah, it's just the, the whole wrap-up. It was like, it's like it was written, and they didn't weren't sure how to wrap it up, and they, they just went, okay, well, we'll do this and this and this, and we'll make it big and grandiose, and there'll be thousands of ships, and, and it's like, yeah, that's not, like, I saw it coming. Right. And oh, I said, I said, I said to Jenny, I go, if this ends with a bunch of fucking ships fighting each other, I'm gonna be (laughs) mad because that's fucking uh, you guys don't watch Discovery, but that happens in Discovery like every fucking finale. Mm. Mm. And uh, and granted, there was a lot of ships, but they didn't fight exactly, right? Didn't last that long, which was which was fine, but I did not understand why kill off Picard Mm. only to bring him back a minute later. Exactly in the same state, almost, except he's an android. And they're just going to kind of hand wave that part on. But yeah, it's not like, a big deal. It was very strange. Well, I mean, yeah, why kill him? If he, like, he's, what did he learn from that experience? Mm. Like, also, he's like, so he's an android, but he has no special abilities, and he's going to die as he normally would have died. <laughs> okay, then why kill him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was odd. It was yeah, overall Bri- good, but. Brian hates it. Thinks Discovery's better. He's like, they ruined the character of Picard. And I'm like, well, I don't know if they ruined. There were some moments where I was like, why is Picard abandoning all these people and never checking in on them? But yeah, there was some wonky shit. I didn't like the villains. Like, I didn't like pretty boy Romulan puzzle guy and his Aww. and his his dastardly much twice sterling sister. <laughs> and uh, the whole bit with Picard having PTSD when he gets on the board cube, I was like, haven't we dealt with this before in multiple episodes and a whole fucking movie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that- I mean, the, the they kind of just skipped over the fact that that movie existed where yeah. he had to deal with the Borg. Also, no mention of Data's actual brother, Lore. Yeah, right. Lore. Where's Lore? Lore, Lore should have came out of that fucking hole mm. with an army and been like, that's right, I'm the superior AI bitches. And then <laughs> cut the next season and be like, what? It's fucking Lore? <laughs> um, but again... It had some great moments in it, some great acting. Visually, it's great. I mm-hmm. liked his little makeshift crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I liked Rios. I like Raffi. I even liked that murderer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's her name? Yeah, the girl from Newsroom. I don't. I have yeah, no idea that's what it yeah. is. And I guess Seven's on the ship now, too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And, dating, well, and dating Raffi, which I guess that came out of fucking nowhere. But I did not see that coming in any way. Of course not, right? Because they never spoke to each other the whole fucking season. Right. <laughs> so why would they be in a relationship? But time had passed. I guess so. Overnight or something. Uh-huh. I, I think I was I was missing Star Trek and that got me some and that made them that went a long way. <laughs> yeah. I even liked Space Legolas. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I liked hadn't, it. I, I, I hadn't liked... made that connection before, but I, I like <laughs> I liked it when he when he hugged seven and nine when she came and helped them and then was like, You're not gonna uh, assimilate me now, are you? <laughs> yes, Jeff, we're nerds, sorry. It's fucking John Luke Picard. There's nothing nerdy about that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know and did you guys know that the did you guys know who the Bruce Maddox character was that they kept remember in the beginning, the first few episodes they kept were looking for him the whole time? The Dr. Bruce Maddox? No. Yeah. He is, if you watch the episode where they put Data kind of on trial to see if he's actually Hmm. a a conscious being, that was the guy, Bruce Maddox was the guy who was trying to disassemble Data. 
Oh, okay. So not not, not the same actor, though. Okay. Uh, sure. Huh. Ian's having prodigal son flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't talk about Star Trek. I'm not, I, th- my last statement would be that I'm, I'm trying to decide whether or not, since we have it now, should we watch Discovery while we, you know. Get it now. Get right. it out of the way. Uh, real quick, real quickly before we move Uh-oh. on. All right. Discovery sucks shit. There's no <laughs> doubt about this. I fucking hate it. And only because like, what is what? I mean, for I guess Star Trek's different for everybody. For me, it's like, I want to live on that ship and work on that ship with these people. Mm. Or I want to live on Deep Space Nine. Or I want to be stuck in the Delta Quadrant with Captain Janeway. I watch that. And I'm like, I don't want to set foot on that ship. Everybody's a fucking asshole. And mm. everybody's dour. But season two with Anson Mount playing Captain Pike will give you the real Star Trek itch you want hmm. while he's around. So it might be worth it for that. All right. Interesting. All right, I'm done. Because okay. <laughs> I, know, I know Ian's boiling, and he's like, if I say something, Jared's not going to teach me about the mods. <laughs> no, not at all. I, got, I, I went just to a different website and distracted myself while you guys were talking. All right. Wanted to see about this humble bundle. It's like on the other podcast when uh, Ian and Craig talk about football. Yeah. Hmm. And I just sit there going, boah. Checking out.